This is AENN, American Exceptionalism News Network. I know some people want me to bypass Congress and change the laws on my own. It is the agenda for the 21st century you're living in today. For a brave new world where everything that you cherished and held true will no longer exist. In the original Constitution, I think it is an imperfect document, and I think it is a document that reflects uh, some deep flaws. And that would authorize him to use the military to arrest people in the United States who, in the president's opinion, are enemies of the country. country. You'll find that they've also asked for the right to imprison farmers who wouldn't keep books as prescribed by the federal government. The Secretary of Agriculture asked for the right to seize farms through condemnation and resell them to other individuals. And contained in that same program was a provision that would have allowed the federal government to remove two million farmers from the soil. In government, Republicans and Democrats were busy shredding the last vestiges of the Constitution. They're talking about inserting the army into domestic law enforcement. The homeland is part of the battlefield. And people can be held without trial, whether an American citizen or not. Um, I have been often to, uh, I guess, the mothership in New York City. Uh, but it's good to have an outpost of the council right here down the street from the State Department. We get a lot of advice from the council, so this will mean I won't have this far to go to uh, be told, told uh, what we should be doing and uh, how uh, we should uh, think about the future. Take off the tinfoil hat and put on the Kevlar. It's time for battle with Paul Preston and the Agenda 21 Show. Well, hello and welcome to Agenda 21 Radio. This is the radio show that is stopping totalitarianism, one exceptional American at a time. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, are you that exceptional American? I suspect you are, so welcome aboard. we got a lot of things going on right now. We have a breaking story. So our normal programming is interrupted because of this story, which is coming out of Taiwan News, we understand. And our own Chris Street has been on top of this. And that is the uh, Three Gorges Dam. Chris, uh, I guess you got a lot of explaining to do, as they would say. Uh, this is a big deal. We've been covering the Three Gorges Dam as well as the Orville Dam and all the things that go along with it. This is a, a huge catastrophe in the making. Well, absolutely, Paul. The, the dam is now distorted and leaking. Now, I, I reported this about two and a half weeks ago that potentially you could have the largest uh, environmental disaster uh, in modern times, in that there's 400 me- million people downstream from the Three Gorges Dam, the the um, uh, the the reservoir behind the dam uh, crested on July 2nd, uh, went down a little bit, and then China had perhaps one of the most historic rains. They had 16.8 inches of rain in 30 hours. 
which is just unfathomable. Uh, uh, two days after the reprieve, uh, the dam crested again, I believe, yesterday. And now you have the next 14 days are expected to, to be rain in Wuhan, which is the largest uh, Chinese city downstream of the dam. So Wuhan of uh, the, the, the famed uh, coronavirus, China virus, as uh, Donald Trump calls it. Very racist that you would call it China virus. <laughs> I guess. You're um, not a progressive, Paul. Perhaps you're not a progressive. Well, you know, some people call me dirty names. <laughs> Does that make, make me a progressive? Well, well it, you know, one of, the, one of the things about Marxists is they like to, you know, talk about how Cuba has... Uh, lots of health care, and China, of course, is the economic uh, model of the world. Right. Um, the problem with that economic model is it's built on absolutely huge financing. Um, one of the things about the Three Gorges Dam, once again, this is the largest hydroelectric dam on the planet. It's 1.4 miles you know, long. It is uh, 600, and, I think, 20 feet high. But more importantly... It is a manufacturing wonder because it is straight across. Now, it looks really pretty straight across, but most people who've studied physics realize <laughs> straight across for a dam. And, and physics, like, that's, that's a high good. science. That's a high science. Not so good, you know. It's supposed to be sort of uh, uh, indented a little bit, sort of rounded on the inside, so when the water comes, it, it pushes out to the side rather than, is forced into the center of the dam, and that forcing it into the center of the dam by having a straight dam uh, has changed the seismic activity in the area, and so you actually built a fault right down the middle yeah. of the Yangtze River because of the incredible pressure. There's five trillion gallons of water behind Three Gorges Dam. Jeez, jeez, that's amazing. Absolutely and course, amazing. And and, of course, people have no concept of the fact that China, uh, most of their dynasties tend to end on what's called food security. Now, if you if you were on the moon and, and you were a nice astronaut having a good day out there, you know, <laughs> sipping whatever astronaut, you know, cocktails have, um, you look down, you could actually sometimes see the Great Wall of China. It's that big. P people, you know, talk about the architectural wonder, but it wasn't for architecture it was to keep the outlaws out in the dry side, right. to keep the wealth in on the on what's called the Han side. So if you look from Mars or, or, or from uh, the moon, you'd see the wall, and on one side it's green, and on the other side it's brown. So wealth was considered green. The problem with wealth in China is that they've had a history of horrendous, floods followed by massive famines when you have a flood not only do you you know flood all of the farms out and in china food security is a big deal and their margin of error is very very narrow they're not only the largest producer of food they're the largest importer in the world of food so when you have something like a flood not only does it uh, inundate about 20 or 30 percent of all farmland, but that farmland, remember all those little critters inside the ground? Oh, yeah. All <laughs> stuff the ground and you know, little nematodes and guys like that that, you know, roll, you see roll-up bugs running around, you know, worms and things like that. That's what, you know, uh, replenishes the soil. When you flood it for a period of time, you kill all of that. 
So it takes normally up to three years, sometimes four years, before that land is going to really come back in a productive state. Let me ask you this. Um, the uh, the picture that I see from, from Taiwanese news, that's the same one from, I think, uh, 2018, a year ago, two years ago. And that's it's, it's obviously distorted then. So we don't have a current satellite picture. They show it as a straight board. I mean, you said it the other day when you were talking about this. The dam itself is just like they put a board down in front of the river. It's just a straight board. And, of course, what you're saying, the laws of physics, <laughs> well, high science, right? You, high science, yes. You, you, know, you Really what you do is you make the dam so that the middle of the dam has a, a convex to it. And the water hits it and then spreads to the side of the dam. Now, all dams are built that way, except this one, which happens to be sitting in front of the largest river in the planet. And um, they, they expected that to that to cure the problem, I guess. I've never seen anything like this. And, and you actually brought that to my attention. I thought, well, you know, I guess that's true. But then you take a look at the 2018 picture that shows from 2009 to 2018 the distortion that's gone on. Uh, if there's a distortion now, Chris, it's non-functional as a dam, uh, because what they were able to do at least was open up the gates. And one other thing, they don't have a spillway on this dam. There's no way once you get it to crest, the the water is going to go any any place else but up and over the dam. Ah, uh, engineering, Paul. <laughs> engineering. <laughs> yeah, they, they do have something called a ship lift there. You know, instead of having a spillway, they have a ship lift, so you can actually sort of like a lock. You, 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 you put water in, uh, and you fill it up, and you float a boat up to the next level, uh, where the where the so they can go up the uh, river to a higher point in the Yangtze. So they've actually opened that up, but once again. This is not a spillway. No. This is a ship lift. This is a ship lock, not, yeah. This is, this is not designed to handle a massive water flow. Um, but, but the real issue here, Paul, is um, all nine of the ducts are open, the main water discharge, plus the, I believe, 28 or 29 um, uh, hydroelectric uh, spouts that run the turbines. Um, but the water's coming in at 61 uh, let me see. It's coming in at 61,000 cubic feet per second. Jeez. Now, most Americans would, that's sort of like, imagine 456,000 gallons per second. So these numbers get really, really big. And the good news is that the dam has the largest uh, ability to, um, uh, to vent water of any dam in the world. But it's coming in at 61,000 cubic meters per second, and the maximum's 28,000 going out. Not so good, huh? Well, 28,000 going out is um, literally, uh, uh, if you're talking about cubic meters per second, you're, you're not even talking the same equivalent for feet. But here in Orville, you know, the spillway that they tested the last time that shook it apart, the, the brand new spillway that they shook apart literally uh was at twenty five thousand cubic feet right that's uh cubic feet yeah well this is cubic meters so that's you know um just understand that these are that, that these are exponential numbers china the good thing about china is that they think big the bad thing about china is they don't think engineering 
<laughs> 61,000 cubic meters coming in and 28,000 going out, something's wrong there. Um, and the real issue for China is uh, that they've got about 100, maybe 150, 160 dead uh, from this flooding. But they've already started to blow up dams. And why do they blow up dams, Paul? Well, to relieve pressure downstream. That's right. So what they're doing is they're blowing up dams upstream, flooding valleys, hoping they can relieve the pressure downstream on Three Gorges Dam. But there's 443 rivers in China that are at flood stage. And oh, by the way, um, the flood season... Uh, which you had 31 days to July 2nd of continuous rain. Uh, the flood season in China is actually July and August, not June and July. So you're on the front end of this issue, not the back end. Wow. I want to go back to the size equivalency of the release of water. If it's only about 28,000, you said about 28,000 meters per second which is certainly not as much as 28. It's not the same amount of money as or money. <laughs> you got me thinking about it. Cubic feet here. It's not the same uh, equivalency as feet. But, you know, in the, the spillway at Oroville is built, they say it's engineered, <laughs> for 179,000 cubic feet per second. Um, well, you know, they don't even their maximum doesn't even remotely come close to that, and on the yeah. largest dam and the largest river in the world. So you said how many cubic feet, Paul? One hundred seventy-nine thousand cubic feet per second. That's what they said. It's, it could never do that, as you know. It could even do twenty-five thousand. Yeah, so, so it's thirty-five cubic, thirty-five cubic feet per cubic meter. Right. So. Divide, you know, divide the 179,000 by 35, what do you get? Well, Not so good, no, huh? No, get I mean, that's, my, that's my point. It's just not the same number. It's not even remotely, uh, si- there's no size equivalency there. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, well, and this is not. Is that, that, you know, China's got it. So if you can, if you can send out for it uh, 4,000 cubic feet per second, in uh, or excuse me, four thousand cubic meters per second at Oroville Dam, and it's coming in at sixty-one thousand yeah, cubic feet that's... per second at Three Gorges. You got a problem. Yeah, and, they, and that's the other part of the spillway thing. You know, you have a spillway, and then you have an emergency spillway at at Oroville, which we saw the emergency spillway happening. You know, back in February two thousand seventeen. And that was dangerous as all get out. Almost killed, could have killed as many as two million people downstream, or killed or injured that number of pop, that population number. But this, you're talking about four hundred million people uh, downstream. Are the, is there, I haven't read the article. Are there any um, plans for evacuation, or, there, or what? No, they've evacuated about a, you know forty, fifty thousand people. You know, there's really nowhere to go. Where are you going to go? Everybody lives in stack and pack housing. Where are you going to go? You going to go live out in the field? Agenda 21 yeah. stack and pack housing. Yeah. Remember that this is the whole thing is basically flooded and the rains are still coming. I understand that, you know, progressives love China and the, the China miracle and, and all that kind of thing. Um, but you got to understand that uh, 
this is a big problem. One of the things it's doing, remember they had a problem with something called African swine fever? Yeah, that, that, of course, I don't think the public, we, we talked about this. This is all going okay, on at the Paul, same time Paul, as the Wuhan virus. Paul, just, just get, this is China, okay? So get your hands on the 10 and 2 if you're driving. Right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, are 400 million, there are 400 million hogs in China. They killed last year in what's called a cull, 180 million. They killed over 40% of all the hogs in the country. Could you imagine that uh, each, how many families are there in America? I think there's there's something like... Um, we have 330 people, 330 million in America people. There's like 120 or something like that, 115, 120 million, pe- million families. So imagine that you killed a hog and a half and it's sitting in your front lawn. Wow. So those are just the ones they killed, they, they, you know, because they were diseased. These floods, are unfortunately, because of the way China, you know, in their infinite engineering and wisdom, they put, put all these dead animals in shallow graves. So the water is washing oh, them up. God. And all of a sudden, African swine fever is going right down the river. So it's breaking out all over China again. I mean, this... You know, wonder why we're having a problem with the coronavirus? How about African swine fever that was the pandemic from last year um, that threatened the world's uh, pig supply? So for, for me, when I look at this, it's just another example of the disaster of central planning. Because central planners didn't necessarily get in their position of power because they studied physics in college. <laughs> they didn't get in their position of power because they uh, studied studied animal husbandry. They got in position of power because they were family connected and uh, essentially tyrants. They're the Communist Party. They're not going to be distracted by facts. They're going to do the things the way that politicians do. They're going to draw a line, and that's going to be a bridge. Or that's going to be a dam. Excuse me. And that's exactly what they did. And, and again, we're looking at the picture that uh, that was provided. It's the same picture that we have up on Agenda 21 Radio. And, of course, we'll, we'll be putting this up there. That uh, This is from the Taiwanese News from Taipei, China, on Saturday, July 18th, reported that the vaunted Three Gorges Dam experienced displacement, seepage, and deformation as it was hit with the number, um, with the number two flood of the year. Uh, within the yeah, I, I like the way they call yeah. this the number two flood. They have kind of, not, kind of not put it the top rating of number one. Um, there's four levels of flooding in China. Um, but the real issue, Paul, is you know it, it's not just the flood. The flood now is going to destroy the food supply system in China. It's going to create all kinds of diseases and havoc because you know there there is no hygiene in China. I mean, one of the problems is that if if you ever buy um, uh, 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 I, I forget what it's called. It's not. It's um, starts with a T. The fish you buy, the cheap fish you can buy in the market, that's raised in China, tilapia. Yeah, oh, tilapia. Yeah, the trash yeah, fish. Tilapia. If you get tilapia, it, you know, raised in China, they just simply, you know, build uh, uh, the, these uh, holding pens uh, along the rivers. But the rivers in China, there is it. There is no environmental management in China. Everything goes down the river. You know, they they talk a good game. They talk about how they're green this and green that. But you know, in Beijing, 
you probably on an average year, you're probably going to wear a face mask because of the pollution is just so bad, probably 60, 80 days a year. Yeah. And the rest of it's just gray and brown, but that's okay. There's only, you know, 80 days where literally you can't breathe it or you just start hacking. So you're about to have the, the, the greatest environmental disaster on the, on, on the planet because they can. Yeah. Well, uh, I just want to announce because everybody's saying, oh, you're not on your normal programming right now. We're not. This is a breaking news story. This is a this is a, a major, major catastrophe Well, that will have enormous consequences in California, for New California as well, and also the rest of the nation and the world. Uh, should the Three Gorges Dam, it doesn't look like it's going to stay up much longer. And the reason is, is that you, you cannot get deformation, at least from what I'm reading here, Chris, and from now that I've become this so-called uh, guru dam expert thing, a part of my life, which I didn't ask for, by the way. <laughs> accidentally lived downstream. Yeah, I just sort of absolute, accidentally lived downstream. And also, you know, I could have been one of those victims of, of the flood of, uh, almost flood that happened in February of uh, 2017 when the Orville Dam almost went. And uh, we covered the story. I stood on top of the dam when the dam was actually going over the emergency, the water was going over the emergency spillway. Uh, Chris, I got to tell you, you know, I've surfed the big waves. I've done all that stuff as a kid. You know, you you did the same down in Newport Beach, the wedge, all this stuff, big, big 25-foot waves. But I got to tell you, the power of seeing the water go over that spillway at Oroville, really the water was going about 70 miles an hour. I mean, that, that, I said to myself, I don't see how anything can stop that, even this big dam that I was, I was standing on the top of it. But, you know, the, um, the whole situation to me is just overwhelming when I take a look at this picture of these two pictures and see the actual deformation of the dam. I don't see how this thing is going to stand up much longer, especially now that they're reporting it. They have to be at that point and saying it's going to go and we better let people know before it all of a sudden just surprises the world. Well, Paul, as you said, you, you were on top of Oroville Dam. Just remember that that this thing is discharging seven times more water than Oroville's entire capacity right now. Right now, yeah. That, that's just amazing. <laughs> so, you know, the problem with rated, you know, as engineers will tell you, there are ratings and there are ratings. <clears throat> you know, you're supposed to have a, a – um, when you do a rating, you're supposed to have a safety – uh, margin in there that uh, <clears throat> you actually have a little cushion, about a 20% cushion above your rating. Um, the Chinese now, they just rate it. Huh. There's no there's no safety cushions, not what they do. And so what we're looking at here is part of the scenario. The reason I joined the New California Movement in October of 2018 is I believed that California was going to fail in 2021, October 2021. And, you know, nobody was talking about the big elephant in the room. The big elephant in the room was the reason California had boomed for 20 years and was doomed was its relationship with China. Right. China has, if, if you own the ports, if you're the, if, if you have Silicon Valley, if you are, you know, the point of contact you know, between China and, and the ports of Long Beach and Los Angeles are 60% of all the container traffic for the United States, not just for China, 
for the United States. And it just shows you how overwhelmingly it was about China. Yeah. And California just boomed for that. The media in Southern California, the technology, everything. Well, you know, you poor schmucks that used to make $35 an hour working in factories. Ah, we don't need you. We get rid of you. You know, environmental rules. You know, when you talk about infrastructure, they called it environmental. But, Paul, a lot of it was that, you know, the uh, the urban areas didn't want to spend a dime on infrastructure because that's not where their votes were. Yeah. Listen, I think you probably have to run for time, Chris. Okay, buddy. Listen, thank you very much for bringing this to our attention. We're going to uh, follow this. And you guys have a good day down there in OC. The OC. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Chris Street with us here on Agenda 21 Radio. We're going to get to the uh, commercial. And, um, yeah, get, trying to get some semblance of getting back to the uh, the norm, if you will. And uh, we're going to we have a guest who's going to come on, but it's going to have to wait until the next hour, the top of the hour. So just broadcasting it out there. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Three Gorges Dam. Protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies, foreign governments, and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today. DEF, Defense Enabling Assisting Framework, protects all your conversations and text messages. Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow. And I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose and here's my best offer ever you can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free call 800-266-4715 that's 800-266-4715 we use the promo code agenda 800-266-4715 promo code agenda for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com Agenda 21 Radio is brought to you by Aram Solar. Yes, if you want to make sure your house is powered and you want solar, go to Aram Solar. But also, because of the recent behavior of California, boy, how appropriate it is we're talking about that right now, shutting off power to 43 counties is not a fun thing. And by the way, it doesn't need to happen. But if it does happen, you need to be prepared. Get yourself a generator for your house. Aram Solar can do just that. It can provide electrical power at any time for any shortage that pops 
pops on. If it, your power pops off, they will pop on with a generator. All you need to do is give them a call at 866-676-5276. That's 866-676-5276. That's a ROMP Solar, the best solar you can get, but also the best generation you can get when your house runs out of energy. Don't let yourself be held hostage by the energy companies any longer. That's 866-676-5276, a ROM Solar. Take off the tinfoil hat and put on the Kevlar. It's time for battle with Paul Preston and the Agenda 21 Show. And welcome back to Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to visit our website, a21r.com and newcaliforniastate.com. We're going to be having uh, some people from uh, San Luis Obispo on the show. At the top of the hour, we're going to have to change it around. It was, was going to be this hour, but with this uh, business with the dam, is just overwhelming. And no one's saying anything about it. Well, now they will because they heard it on Agenda 21. Here you go. And, and we're going to be posting up the story so you can have a relationship with the story and understand what's going on. Um, this uh, story that's uh, breaking right now. Actually, it came out a couple days. You know, as the world turns, as I guess you can say, as the world turns, um, <clears throat> you have this uh, situation with that, uh, well, I guess you'd say, though, as the world turns, the, with the the media not necessarily catching up with the, the exact news and information out there as it actually happens. And, and if you're in Taiwan, which is on the other side, of the um, the globe, <laughs> literally, um, you would ha- uh, know this already because you know. It, I I I've, I usually like to watch the um, the Taiwanese uh, stuff, the news and everything out of there. I I do uh, quite a bit of research on it, but um, I just didn't get this one. Yeah, we've been we've been looking at this Three Gorges Dam thing for a long time, and as you know, we covered the Orville Dam, and like I said, I've somewhat become a dam expert, unwilling, unwillingly, and unwillingly, but you know, basically for personal survival and my concern for my fellow human being in the valley out here in Northern California, and again, the Orville Dam, we 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 put this out there, you know, wasn't, and again, we really believe Jerry Brown who had an attitude as the governor to tear dams down. He even hired Bruce Babbitt. Now, Babbitt was was the interior secretary for Bill Clinton, and it was him who came up with the idea to depopulate dams out of the, popu- out of the world, <laughs> take them all down, and let the land return back to nature. It was called rewilding. It is still being practiced, you know, where they're trying to push people off of the land and make more rural area and put people in stack-and-pack housing. Now, how's that working out for the Chinese, the stack-and-pack communist, perfect communist city, by the way? That's that's the notion. All this Agenda 21 stuff is starting to come home to roost, those chickens, right? Especially in China because people are in stack-and-pack buildings. And you see some of the stack-and-pack business going on in, in the Bay Area in Southern California, it's absolutely ruining the communities because, you know, they don't make any infrastructure changes. They just build, stack, and pack, and they go, oh, we're going to get a million dollars for 800 square feet. (laughs) That's going to be great. And, of course, all these places are empty. 
Yeah, they're empty. People don't get it. People do not get it. But, you know, now in China, with this dam, a poor engineering, and I think it all comes back to what Chris Street said about the Three Gorges Dam, is that it's centralized planning that has done this. You know, one of the great things about America is we have 50 states. <laughs> think about that. 50, 50 Republican states, representative government. Now, when I say Republican, we're talking about a Republican form of government in each one, except for California. We only have 49. That's right. California does no has no longer a Republican form of government. That's pretty obvious. We have a dictator now. Welcome to the dictatorship. How does it feel, right? Um it's going to be, re we're going to be relieved of that pretty soon. I just, somehow I have a feeling that's going to happen. Anyway, so the dictatorship is here. It absolutely is here in California. And how, what's going on? Well, we're going to, we're having centralized planning for just about everything, right? Stack and pack and, you know, of course, the, all this stuff, COVID virus, everybody's got to take them and put the mask on and blah, 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 blah. Of course, how, it, I don't. Texas and California, they're spiking. Well, we we covered this. The reason why they're spiking is because they're taking illegal foreign nationals into the hospitals and it's causing a spike. No wonder. Thousands of them. Yeah, of course it's going up in Texas. Right. The money grab is on. That's the other part of it, too. There's money associated with these human beings. Just one more variety of slavery, right? Right. Just one more small little variety of slavery. I know people don't want to hear me talk like that, but that's true. That's all that this is, is slavery. It's terrible to think that way, but that's exactly what's happened here. But anyway, we get over that, right? Somehow we get over that. Anyway, we've got a lot of things going on here at Agenda 21 Radio. The damn thing is going to be central to what we're doing. There's no question about it. It's it's uh, it's become such a um, pariah type of thing, right? I guess you'd say it's a pariah. An offshoot. Sure. Sure. Anyway, we got all kinds of stuff going on. The... Um, <clears throat> The recall is a bad idea. Uh, we mentioned that. I was going to have to get into that in the next hour. I'm not going to talk about it now. But the um, the recall is pointing its ugly little head up again, trying to steal money away from candidates, and it's all about the California Republican Party. You know, finally, people are starting to catch on to the California Republican Party, but you also have to catch on to their surrogates. People who say, oh, I don't like the California Republican Party, but I'm going to do the bidding for them anyway. That, I mean, it's just, it's a bunch of snakes. <laughs> Somebody was telling me that last night. It was hysterical. We were having a great time last night. A lot of good things happening. And I, I do want to plug that we are, of course, having the uh, convention for the 7th Constitutional Convention. You're going to hear a lot of news about this. Uh, Charlie Kirk from Turning Point. Um, we just signed his contract, and we're ready to go for that one. we got more contract signing going on. we got more. I, I am absolutely... Um, excited about the potentials about what else we're going to have you know at the i mean you listen you got to expect the unexpected when you deal with uh, uh when you deal with the new california group <laughs> i mean this i mean this you have to expect the unexpected because um like i said you never know who might show up um at our little at our little festive group of people
I'm kind of chuckling now because I'm happy. Except there's 400 million. Listen, now we can sit here in America and lament the fact that there's 400 million people. Apparently, according to Chris, I don't know, but according to Chris, they're they're trapped and they can't go anywhere from the river. Uh, how many people are going to die is the big thing. How many people are going to die from this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's just uh, thoughts and prayers. There's no question about it. But I guess the Chinese government, the communist Chinese government is over. You know, one of the things that... Um, Chris and I had were chatting beforehand, and uh, Chris, I was gonna. Chris had to go, unfortunately, but I was gonna get out of him. You know what happened um, after World when the China when the Japanese invaded China, um, they blew up all the uh, Chiang Kai Shek, blew up all the levees and everything to stop them, right, from uh, stop the advance of the Japanese through China, and it worked. The problem is Chiang Kai-shek, who was a nationalist. Listen, these guys all have issues. Don't don't you know? One's not better than the other. Other than Chiang Kai-shek believed in freedom and liberty, like America did. That was the great thing about Chiang Kai-shek and the nationalists. And, and uh, of course, it set the stage for the communist. And Mao Zedong um, got all the people together, all the peasants together, because you know they. It was obviously the fault of. You know, Chiang Kai-shek, who was trying to stop the advance of the Japanese during World War II um, from advancing any further. By the way, to this day, there are dams that have nuclear weapons in them. They're called ADMs, Atomic Demolition Munitions, to blow them up to stop advancing troops. Even out here in California. Yeah. Stay with us. You're listening to Agenda 21 Radio. Protecting your phone conversations from snooping agencies, foreign governments, and those who would use your conversations to hurt you and your family is the most important action that you can take today. DEF, Defense Enabling Assisting Framework, protects all your conversations and text messages. Don't find your conversations on social media sites or in the storage bins with big governments around the world. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. I've used the DEF system since 2014 and have been 100% protected. Go to A21R.com, that's A21R.com, and sign up for the DEF system today. That's A21R.com and sign up for the DEF system today. Protect your conversations today with the DEF system. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose and here's my best offer ever you can buy one of my pillows and get one absolutely free call 800-266-4715 that's 800-266-4715 
800-266-4715 with use the promo code AGENDA. 800-266-4715, promo code AGENDA. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Agenda 21 Radio is brought to you by Aram Solar. Yes, if you want to make sure your house is powered and you want solar, go to Rom Solar. But also, because of the recent behavior of California, boy, how appropriate it is we're talking about that right now. Shutting off power to 43 counties is not a fun thing. And by the way, it doesn't need to happen. But if it does happen, you need to be prepared. Get yourself a generator for your house. Rom Solar can do just that. It can provide electrical power at any time for any shortage that pops on. If it, your power pops off, they will pop on with a generator. All you need to do is give them a call at 866-676-5276. That's 866-676-5276. That's a ROM Solar, the best solar you can get, but also the best generation you can get when your house runs out of energy. Don't let yourself be held hostage by the energy companies any longer. That's 866-676-5276, a ROM Solar. We're also a nation of laws. That's part of our tradition. We're sending out an SOS to the last vestiges of freedom, democracy, and the American way of life. Paul Preston with Agenda 21. And welcome back to Agenda 21 Radio. Remember to visit our website, a21r.com. In a little bit of a discussion about um, Mao Zedong, and uh, one of my consultants says to me, political power grows out of the barrel of a gun. That's Mao Zedong. So all of you Second Amendment people, remember that. Political power (laughs) grows out of the barrel of your guns. Okay? Let's remember that. Your guns. I'm empowering you, the Second Amendment folks. Which, by the way, all the laws in California's Second Amendment... Oh, boy, I almost said something wrong. (laughs) Uh, Go away in New California. They all go away. Okay, here you go. Mao Zedong. He was born December 26th. Oh, Christmas Day after. 1893. And died September 9th, 1976. Also known as Chairman Mao was a Chinese communist revolutionary who became the founding father of the People's Republic of China, PRC. When he ruled as the chairman of the Communist Chinese Party from its establishment in 1949 until his death in 1976, ideologically a Marxist-Leninist, his theories, military strategies, and political policies are collectively known as Maoism. Right, Maoism. you got to remember something about his political strategies that has been embraced by someone by the name of Bill Ayers. Aha! Uh-huh. The usual suspects. Round them up. Right. Go to Northern California and round them up. With Nancy Pelosi, there's another usual suspect, right? Uh, listen, this is I'm tying this into California because it's all about what's going on here. Actually, the rest of the nation. It's Maoism for the most part. Okay, Marx and Lenin, of course, Karl Marx, Friedrich Engels, right, wrote the Communist Manifesto, and then Lenin kind of like blew it all out with the 1917 Revolution, right? 
And in the meantime, you had another type of communism known as socialism being brought about by the what are known as the Fabian socialists. So you could have a revolution, and then you could also have the the well, this is the frog in the water business. If you have a revolution and you're boiling water and you throw the frog in the water, oh, it kills the frog. That's a revolution. That's an event. But you can do it another way by process. That's called Fabian socialism. Let's look it up. It, it came out of England. That's the that's the let's 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 heat that frog slowly over years and kill it that way. Right? It'll boil. <laughs> we'll kill it eventually. See. We're at the end of the Fabian socialist, communist, national socialist, Nazi regime, so to speak, ideology. That we're sort of at the end of it. This is the, where this is coming to a crescendo. And either bad things are really going to happen, or we're going to contain it in our country by using our constitution. That is what is going on. Okay, so that's kind of it. Mao was the son of a prosperous peasant. A prosper he was a rich kid, in other words. <gasps> Shocking. He was a girly boy, by the way. No working out in the fields for him. Son of a prosperous peasant in the Shaoshan Huan area. He had a child he had a Chinese nationalist and anti imperialist outlook early in his life and was particularly influenced by the events of the Xinhai Revolution in 1911 and the May 4th Movement in 1919. He later adopted Marxism and Leninism while working at Beijing University and became a founding member of the Communist Party of China, leading the Autumn Harvest Uprising in 1927 and during the Chinese Civil War between Kuintang and the CPC, Mao helped to found the Chinese Workers and Peasants Red Army, led by Xinjiang Soviets, radical land policies, and ultimately became head of the CCP during the long, what's called the Long March. The Long March. Yeah, what's the, I, I can't remember the Long March. Oh, a military retreat, retreat undertaken by the Red Army of the Communist Party of China, the forerunner of the People's Liberation Army, to evade the, pers the pursuit of the Qingchang Army. This was, when was this? There was one long march, but a series of marches as various communist armies were got and surrounded. Okay, that was the 19 long march. That was when. Don't have it here. Although the C CPC temporarily allied with the, the KMT under the United Front during the Second Sino-Japanese War from 1934 to 1937 to 1945, China's civil war resumed after Japan's surrender. And on 1949, Mao's forces defeated the nationalist government, which withdrew, listen to this, to Taiwan. That was the news source. He, Taiwan is a, a republic, basically, just like the United States in many respects. In other words, that's what the nationalists were all about. And, you know, this is a lot of, a lot of people don't understand this history, but, of course, this was uh, something that uh, they, they were around from 1925 to 1948. And, um, of course, uh, Chiang Kai-shek was the man who really did that. On October 1st, 1949, Mao proclaimed the foundation of the PRC a single-party state, a single-party state, a mono-party state, a single-party state. Get it? Proclaimed a single-party state like in California. 
One-party state, single-party state, single-party system, or single-party system is a type of state in which one political party has the right to form the government, usually based on the existing constitution. Of course, the existing constitution is out the window in California. The dictator has just decided he's going to do what he's going to do. In the following years, he solidified his control through campaigns against landlords. Shocking. Does that sound familiar? Suppression of counter-revolutionaries. The campaign to suppress counter-revolutionaries was the first political campaign launched by the People's Republic of China designed to eradicate opposition elements, especially the functionaries of the old government from Chiang Kai-shek. Three anti and five anti-campaigns were followed. Does this sound familiar? Like maybe this is like happening in California? And through a psychological victory in the Korean War, which altogether uh, caused the deaths of several million Chinese from 1953 to 1958, Mao played an important role in enforcing planned economy, centralized planning. And don't we just come back to what? Three Gorges Dam. Mao launched the Safran Movement, an anti-rightist campaign. I'm going to blow through this. This is just too rich. With at least 555,000 people persecuted in the latter, most of whom were intellectuals and dissidents. Ah, shocking. Let me show pictures of this. The anti-rightist campaign in the People's Republic of China, which lasted from 1957 to roughly 1959, was a political campaign to purge rightist within the Communist Party and abroad. The campaign was launched by Chairman Mao Zedong. Sound familiar? <laughs> what are they trying to do right now in California and the rest of the nation? Get rid of rightists. And get rid of your history, too. That comes along with it. With at least 550,000 people persecuted in the later, most of whom were intellectuals. In 1958, he launched the Great Leap Forward that aimed to rapidly transform China's economy from agrarian into industrial. 1958. Now listen, it, I want you to think about all, after all this stuff I'm talking about, the persecution, the rightist movement, all this other stuff, right? Does this sound like a guy you want to deal with if you're an American? I know we can make it better if we bring him in an economy, right? 1953 to 1958, Mao played an important role in enforcing planned economy, constructing the first Sufan movement and anti-rightist campaigns of at least 55,000. He was launching the industrialization program also at the same time and initiating the two bombs, one satellite approach. In other words, a nuclear bombs. That was in 1950, the 1957 area. Socialist education movement. Oh, let's try that one. Huh? That's working really well. How's that? How's that socialist education movement known as Common Core working in the United States today? Shocking. Oh, I know. This is the. This is one of the really good ones. China's economy from a grand to a dust, which led to the deadliest, listen to this, this was in 1958 when he was trying to do this radical transformation, the Great Leap Forward, right? Agrarian to industrial. How did that work with centralized planning? This is how it worked. It led to the deadliest famine in history. 
communist central planning. Listen to this number, which led to the deadliest famine in history and the deaths of, are you ready for this, 20 to 46 million people between 1958 and 1962. And I got to tell you that the first time I ever saw U2 pictures from a U2, you know, planes go 80, 90,000 feet up in the air, where there is no air, <laughs> basically. Those guys, yeah. I I was seeing a, somebody got me some pictures, and then we were talking, and I was talking to this individual. I'm not going to say who he was. He was older than me. And he was talking about U2s and spy planes and things like that. And, he, and I, I'm looking at these pictures, and I couldn't tell what it was. And so he says, well, let's get a better resolution. So he got another picture, the same picture. You know, got, kind of, And it was a long march of people. It was a long march of people. I'll never forget this. People marched, thousands, tens of hundreds of thousands of people marching down a road or a street or whatever. It wasn't a street, a big wide area in the middle of China. And that was a picture that was taken about 1960. In which these people, millions of people died in this famine. Centralized planning. Now, we have centralized planning, communist style, applied to what? The Three Gorges Dam. Where you build the dam like a board, straight across. No, no convex to no concave business going on for you. No, no, no. We can't. We can't do the physics part of it by having the water spread to the side of the dam. Nah, come on, that's science. That's that's how. I, that's mathematics and you know this physics business, <laughs> motion, <laughs> that sort of thing. We can't. We can't have that because we're better than that. We don't want to build the spillway on the dam. No, no, no. We're better than that. And we don't, certainly don't want to stick that dam in any soil that's going to be competent soil so that it won't shift around, bend and bow and all that stuff. No, we don't want that. So we're just going to go ahead and kill 400 million people. Yeah, so how's that communist thing working out for China today? On the verge of losing perhaps as many as 400 million people in one fell swoop? What you think about that? And they want to bring this to California. They've got it in California now. It's here. This is what they want. And you think these people would have no fear to march all of you off? This is the greatest example we could ever have in our country as to why we need to stand and fight and stand our ground. Thanks for listening to Agenda 21 Radio. Remember, you are exceptional Americans. So stay strong and act like it. We're sending out an SOS to the last vestiges of freedom, democracy, and the American way of life. Paul Preston with Agenda 21. You're listening to Paul Preston's Agenda 21 Radio. Stay tuned for more of Paul Preston's Agenda 21 Radio. This is AENN, American Exceptionalism News Network.